Welcome to another episode of Raven Conversations. I'm Joe C. Mandel, State Public Affairs Officer for the Washington National Guard. And today I'm joined by my colleague and friend, Allison Teeter. Uh, so she is the Public Affairs Chief, or Chief of Public Affairs for the Washington Air National Guard, and that's your part-time role. Mm-hmm. You also have another part-time role. You are the VFW Post, I'm going to get the number right, 3063. That's right. Out of Ballard. Mm-hmm. You are the commander there. Yeah. Um, and so she's going to talk about her experience with the VFW, kind of her background, and how you guys can learn more about the VFW. Uh, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks, Joe. I'm happy to be here yeah. and talk about the the VFW and dispel some myths. Yeah, that'd be so. that'd be great. We were kind of <laughs> talking prior about our my VFW experience, maybe yep. a little different, and we can go into that. Uh, r- real quick background on yourself. Yeah, so I joined the Air Force in 2002. I was commissioned through the University of Washington's ROTC program, Go Dogs. And after I commissioned into the Air Force, I was stationed at Langley Air Force Base. And then I went on to Osan Air Base in South Korea. And I was a public affairs officer on active duty and also a counter-propaganda planner, which was a very interesting experience. But when I was leaving active duty, I felt like I still needed to join the, uh, or still uh, stay in the service, keep serving. So I decided to join the Air National Guard. I actually first uh, looked at the Air Force Reserve because there was a reserve recruiter on the uh, on Osan Air Base. But a coworker of mine told me about the Air National Guard and. I switched to that instead. <laughs> so so I always ask the question for anybody that comes on, how did you learn about the Guard? Well, it was actually my coworker who was from the area I was moving to. So I was going from Osan Air Base. I was moving from there to the Bay Area in California. My husband was there and had a job. And my coworker who was from the Bay Area said, hey, did you know there's an Air Guard unit right there where you're moving to? I had no idea. Yeah. So if it wasn't for this guy, I would have gone on and served in, in the reserve. So yeah, yeah funny how that happens. Probably would end up drilling 1,000 miles away from home. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so going through, I know you have a pretty diverse background. You've been on active duty. You've been in the Cal Guard, uh, Air Guard. Uh, but you also worked for Senator Patty Murray um, as a veterans advocate, correct? Yeah, it was uh, constituent services. So I handled VA casework and Department of Defense casework. So those congressional inquiries would <laughs> yes, come from our yes. office. And it was a really interesting experience yes, working yes, with veterans yes. and military members who are needing extra help. Yes, very familiar with the uh, congressional inquiries. They, they often come by our desk. Mm-hmm. Uh, but not the reason we're here. It's actually to talk about the VFW. Uh, so I think the first question for those that are have no clue what the VFW is, what is the VFW? So the VFW is a service-oriented organization. They're basically advocates for veterans who have served overseas. They also allow veterans to keep serving in their communities. And also we create a space for building camaraderie among veterans. Mm -hmm. So we're a, a big advocacy organization though. The VFW has around a million and a half members, and that includes the auxiliary as well. But they have advocated for such things as the post 9-11 GI Bill. And the most recent example is the PACT Act as well, which was was recently passed. So they've done a lot of good work on behalf of veterans. Yeah. So 
So I think one thing I know you want to dispel some rumors, some myths, some some old ideas, <laughs> stereotypes, stereotypes. Sure. The VFW. Yeah. Uh, we were kind of sharing my my VFW experience. I think I've been to two VFW meetings in my entire life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I had been home a few years to that point mm-hmm. and decided, yeah, I'll join the VFW. And uh, uh, first meeting got sworn in. Second meeting decided this is not for me because uh, when you watch people in their 70s fighting in front of you it's it's definitely not something i think anybody in, in a millennial or even gen z want to see um right. and, and so I, I think this is an opportunity maybe for you to dispel some of those rumors and myths and kind of talk about the the posts themselves yeah sure and and just to to note when we do our when we have our meetings we have our opening ceremony and we say a line that says, leave your petty jealousies at the door. So it's really unfortunate <laughs> yeah. that didn't you happen in your case. It, and yeah, we, we do say that. Um, but yeah, so the VFW I'm a part of uh, in Ballard, I joined because I had two small children and decided to stay with, ha- with home with them um, instead of working full time. and. In my uh, time of being a stay-at-home parent, I missed community and just having a social network of people. In Mm -hmm. the city, there's a lot of people, but it's very lonely, uh, ironically. So I did some Googling and and found that there was a VFW post in Ballard, and so I joined them in around 2016 and just helped them out with their uh, communications efforts. Mm-hmm. They they found out I was a PAO, and they're like, oh, we need help with our newsletter yeah. and website. So I got wrapped into that. Um, but it's been a really great experience because the people in my, in my post, they know that uh, the younger generations, the post 9-11 veterans, yeah. are the future of the VFW. And so they brought me in with open arms and were ready to take on some new ideas. And yeah, uh, eventually I came into the, the commander's role of the post and we've taken on a lot of great initiatives to activate mm-hmm. younger members, get them involved. And uh, yeah, so we've got, we've had some really fun events lately too. So so how did you get uh, or be selected to be the commander? Is it like a like a vote that happens or? Yeah, we have elections every spring, and how it works in the VFW is you start at a certain position, and then naturally how yeah. it usually works is you just work your way up. So I was nominated to be the junior vice commander a few years ago mm-hmm. and then each year it's kind of slowly moved up. yeah it was just a natural progression which is actually pretty nice then it isn't so stark when you're the commander i was able to ease into the position so. yeah so i i've seen you you know you go out in your vfw role you talk with different uh different groups i know you go back to uw and talk to the rotc kids there uh what are some other ways you guys are involved in the community yeah so Actually, what I've been trying to do is activate our post and allow the community to come in. So we have a lot of different groups that come in and use our facility for a pretty good price. Things are expensive in Seattle. Mm -hmm. And so we offer a space for the community to come uh, at a a greatly reduced rate. So also we've been trying to do more social events with the community in mind. Like last week we did a paint and sip Mm -hmm. uh, event where the community was invited to come. 
and it was actually absolutely free. We received a county grant. It's called the Vets Engaged Grant, and its purpose is to bring veterans and the community together because there's a very stark civil-military divide in our country, and the VFW can play a role in bringing the community and veterans together. And so it was a really neat event to see where there was just random people who saw the event on Eventbrite and walked into the post and they're like, <laughs> where am I? What is this place about? And I yeah. was able to tell them about it and we sat side by side and and uh, painted a pretty uh, scene of a, of a mountain. It was, it was a surreal experience. So, yeah. yeah. And so I think one, one other thing you can maybe help just myth this buster kind of thing uh so vfw veterans of foreign war you, you have to have served in the military in a, in a you know in a war capacity overseas but you could still join the american legion if you have not correct correct and actually with the vfw you can join if you've served a certain amount of time even in in korea on the korean peninsula mm -hmm. that's how i gained my eligibility as well uh, so there is that opportunity but yeah there's the american legion we actually have two American Legion posts who meet under the VFW's roof. So we provide a space for those other veterans organizations. And I firmly believe too, we're all stronger together, yeah. working together. Uh, I've tried to partner more with our American Legion posts, but also uh, the mission continues. They're a community-oriented veterans organization, and we have held events together to serve veterans and the community. So yeah. it's it's great to, to help each other out. Yeah. So, so for those at home that, you know, whether they're, you know, military member, just military supporter, or just interested in general, how do they get involved and how do they become a member or just get involved with you guys? Yeah, well, for us specifically, the Ballard VFW, uh, we have a website. It's at vfwseattle.org. And so you can go to our website and see what we have going on. But it's really easy to apply. We have an application online, mm -hmm. and it actually has tick boxes for the different campaigns and, and medals you need to, to qualify. Yeah. So you turn that in with a DD-214 or just proof of eligibility. And then, yeah, you pay a, a small fee and mm -hmm. you're in. So, yeah. and we need numbers too, especially to advocate for benefits for veterans. The more numbers we have, the more voices we are advocating for. So it's really important for veterans to join veteran organizations. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and anything else you wanna add? Um, yeah, I just think it's so important these days, especially being online and the epidemic of loneliness. This has yes. been talked about a lot at my post. Um, people feeling very lonely at home and isolated. And I think joining community organizations like the VFW or just like neighborhood groups and associations, it's a great way to get to know your neighbors, make friends, feel connected, and know that you can call on others if your family lives far away. Um, it's a, it's a great way just to network and build community. And uh, yeah, it's a wonderful thing. Yeah, and like you said, it's a nice way to continue service after serving. So. Exactly, yeah, the VFW has a hashtag they like to use in social media and it's hashtag still serving. Okay. So yeah, the VFW offers that opportunity for folks and not just those who have served, but I would be remiss if I didn't mention that if you're a family member of someone who had served overseas, you are eligible to also join the auxiliary okay so that's also an opportunity for loved ones to give back uh, and 
serve other veterans too and uh, and uh, family members. No, that's good. We can definitely add the information in the notes about your VFW post. We could also add just in general the VFW website, which I think you can search for different posts in your area if you don't want to go all the way to Ballard, Seattle, uh, for meetings. Um, if you like the video, give it a like. If you want to know more, uh, put the question in the comments and make sure you subscribe to the videos. Allie, thanks for joining us. We thanks, appreciate Joe. it.